What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the Get Out of Gaming podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Spencer Arms, and joining me as always, we have up in the top left-hand corner of your screen, uh, Alex. Alex, what's going on? Hello. <laughs> um, not much has been happening. I mean, I guess I moved, but uh, I have some stuff over here. That's exciting. I have some stuff in the room. I have new internet, so if it messes up, we know who to blame, but... Yeah, apparently we all sounded like robots earlier, so, um, you know, anyone sounds robotic during this, let's just point fingers at Alex. Um, And in the the top right-hand corner, uh, we have Ben, as always, uh, one of our other hosts. What's up, Ben? Oh, you know, I'm living the dream right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of my old co-workers used to say that all the time. Anytime somebody would walk into GameStop and, uh, you know, ask him how he was doing, he would always say, living the dream so um yeah i feel that man uh yeah we have some cool things to talk about for you guys today so uh summer games done quick uh got canceled but they're covering it with an online event which is really cool um kingdoms of amalur got a remaster announced which is cool and uh ea kind of had a weird uh steam incident over the night without really telling anyone that we're going to talk about um and if you guys like what you're listening to you know as always follow us on twitter and facebook uh all that stuff but uh let's go ahead and dive into what we are playing for the week guys so ben i think everybody wants to know what have you been playing um well believe it or not i've been playing a little persona 5 um it's been good i'm about as of right now i'm about seven hours in i played a little bit more the other day uh really enjoying it it's it's a fun game it's it does cause me a little anxiety to make sure that i'm timing things correctly to do things that i need to get done and I can't get on the right subway. Um, but other than that, it's been fun. Um, but yeah, that's been the main one I've been playing. Also went back to play a little Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I turn that game on, I'm just like, man, this just looks just dope. So uh, yeah, I have not touched Star Wars in about a month now. What a rarity. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can hardly believe it, honestly. <laughs> I was thinking about installing it now, but I guess not if you're not playing it. Oh, no, we can still play. I, uh... <laughs> Did you download it or, I mean, at least add it to your cart, Alex? I added it to my cart okay. um, or like, yeah, it's in my PlayStation Plus games now, but no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't installed or anything. That's fair. What have yeah. you been playing, man? Well, I've been playing Final Fantasy 14. Oh, still. wow. That's that's awesome, man. Okay. Um, yeah. Progress. Tell us. Um level 12 on my monk pugilist i think is what it's called um <laughs> and then i'm about like level six or seven on my uh whatever black mage um so i've been playing still i i played by myself maybe a couple of days ago and that was a very interesting experience i had my keyboard as well um i play with the controller um controller and just keyboard for like um either talking or um, just commands and emotes and stuff um but i'm really enjoying it it's simple combat and it's just very easy to play and i don't know yeah it it feels rewarding and good for sure man it is pretty mindless i will say up to a point and then once you start doing some uh dungeons and like the daily roulettes 
get a little bit harder to just some of the harder dungeons will definitely um require more of your attention you know you'll have to be less afk for sure but hey why the two characters i'm curious um i mean it's not the two characters sorry it's uh i changed classes gotcha and what was the reason for that um well it gave i've been doing a lot of side quests okay so one of the side quests was hey you want another class here here's another class so okay i got you i don't think i um i wasn't switching between the two yeah i was about to say i don't think i switched at all i can't remember but i was only working on one class i'm pretty sure so mm-hmm. um have you had time to play anything else man i know uh the moving has been taking its no. toll <laughs> yeah moving has pretty much taken over me but when i can um i'm either playing final fantasy 14 or watching ben talent ben 10 alien force on hbo max <laughs> oh nice nice ben have you uh checked out hbo max yet uh yes uh i have been watching uh big bang theory nice uh, i never i never got to watch that show before uh their references when it comes to video games are quite on par <laughs> uh they did their research sometimes when you when you see like people like in these shows playing video games or whatever the either the sounds aren't right or something they were playing Halo one time, and the sound that a frag grenade makes was on there. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 okay. I get it because I already pay for it on Hulu. So, yeah, uh, I don't like that I can't download an app on my TV because mm-hmm. it's not on there, and I don't like that it's not on Roku because I do have a Roku in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, but I have no problem watching it on my PS4 or yeah. my tablet. Yeah, but um. They seem to update movies quite regularly. Like there was a whole bunch this week that came on there, and um, yeah, so that's, cool. that's the only thing I've been watching on HBO Max. It does look cool. Give it some time. I'm sure they'll do well, but yeah, hmm. yeah. I haven't really dove too much into it. It's really funny though that you um, were talking about video games and movies and TV shows, though. Um, Alex, I know you listen to Sacred Symbols, uh, Collins podcast. Uh, yeah. Have you had a chance to listen to their hundredth episode? no not yet no okay yeah at the end of it like the last hour of it they just answer a bunch of community questions it's uh yeah really good but that was kind of one of their questions like how do you remember video games being depicted in movies and stuff and oftentimes like yeah they're just like really you know piss piss poor examples so it's pretty funny yeah yeah um i've been you know up to the same stuff i haven't had a whole lot of time to play games but yeah, it's been a lot of RuneScape, but um, I will say I've been firing up the Switch a little bit, too, to uh, download Bioshock. You know, I was playing that on the 360, and, um, you know, so that that hit on the Switch just, I think, yesterday. And uh, had to buy it, of course, because I'm a sucker for Bioshock. And I've been playing a little bit of Morrowind on the PC, which is kind of fun. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I've got an orc that's, like, super uh, stealthy, which orcs aren't normally super stealthy in that universe. Uh, so it's just kind of funny watching this big brute with like heavy armor sneak around and be really agile and stuff. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, and I finally got mods for it working. Christ, you have no idea the like agony that that was just trying to install those over a few days. So I'm glad I got those working. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the news guys. We have five items to cover for you on the news today. Um, and a couple of things that did not make the news roundup, as always, I wanted to touch on. Um, Sony and Microsoft are having, like, kick-ass sales right now, so go check those out. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention, uh, you can already get $10 off 
of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I don't know. Have you guys seen this yet? Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's only through Amazon, which I spelled wrong. It says Amazed Um which is not a word. And uh, Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like one. And, uh, yeah, Walmart. So those two... Um, you know, those are the only two places that you can actually get it for the $10 off price, but I think it's like forty nine ninety seven or something um, on both places respectively. So, um, yeah, if you are into Assassin's Creed, that's pretty ridiculous, you know, I think... Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, working at GameStop, you know, I can just, <laughs> like, I see the problems, you know, I, I, I get it. So that's so rough and hard to compete with right there. But uh, I get it, I guys. Think, yeah. I think Walmart's been weird because when I bought Saints Row, um, Amazon had it for thirty nine ninety nine, which mm-hmm. that sounds about right for a remastered. Um, and I went there and it was $33, which is a weird number. And then when my son bought that man man eater game gamestop everywhere else had it for 39.99 but when we went to walmart it was only 33 dollars as well yeah yeah so i don't know why there it's a weird pricing i feel like 3390 mm-hmm. i think it's 33.98 it is it, yeah it all comes down to to margins and profits man in the in the long run and unfortunately you know walmart can um they can afford to take those you know six dollar hits when they're selling those video games it's not like uh, selling a brand new game, you're not making much profit on those anyway. Trust me. Um, yeah, I think GameStop, when you know you sold a brand new video game, you get about five percent profit on that, which is not a whole lot. So that's literally like doing the math right there. Walmart has to be losing money on those kind of sales, like straight up. But they, they can afford to do that and try to you know take away the competition from elsewhere. Right. Yeah, but that and like, are they losing money as well because they're not adhering to the actual like price too? Because like, I would assume that now at you... least for a certain point, you're not allowed to like raise or lower the price unless it's an actually like sanctioned sale. It's got to be. It's got to be in certain you know um, contracts with each mm-hmm. each of these different corporations I, I think it does come down to something like that i've heard stories in the past where you know amazon and walmart have received fines for selling games cheaper yeah. than you know publishers and uh wanted them to essentially so i i think anymore when you see those regular prices it's i, I don't think it's them doing anything wrong so or mm-hmm. otherwise that if they if, if that is the case like they would be probably eating twice as much you know money and profits uh, just paying for lawsuits on the back end, which would, you know, not be a good business move. But if they can afford to do that, like, geez, that would be a scary thought. But it's ar- yeah. it's already crazy to think that they can, you know, undercut the, you know, even large places like GameStop. You know, it's not a small um, operating retailer. So, um, But, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the first piece of news that we have, guys. And um, this is just kind of one of those... Um, you know, things that we wanted to talk about a little bit because of everything that's going on in the world. So, uh, Call of Duty and NBA 2K20 both added in-game tributes, though, to Black Lives Matter. So, um, you guys don't really play either one of these, do you? Ben, do you play any 2K or Call of Duty? No. Okay. Um, Yeah, so when you hop onto Call of Duty, I saw it this morning when I uh, started to play. It basically just has this this really nice supportive message on there. Um, And I guess... Uh, NBA is doing the same thing, so I just thought that was really cool, and I wanted to throw it in the first slot for the news. So I've seen a I've seen a lot of companies do that um, in the video game world, and I think I think 
it's cool because I think right now with everything that's going on, uh, a lot of people that do play games are using games to kind of escape what's going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I saw, let's see, Sony, Nintendo, uh, you know, IGN, all these companies have said something. Yeah. You know, so I think that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I almost considered asking you guys too if we should take the day off, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. We're we're small enough to not really impact anyone on the larger end, so I didn't think it was yeah. it was quite necessary for us. And this is still good for us to get practice in. Um, so uh, yeah, our number two story though does kind of tie into the same thing. So uh, Sony delayed its PS5 uh, June reveal event. So if you're catching this episode though, it's already been passed. Like it was set for the fourth which we are recording on the 5th, and this is set to, uh, yeah, yeah, hit on the 7th, I think, so Monday. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, basically, uh, they posted it in a tweet the other day, just saying, uh, we have decided to postpone the PS5 uh, event scheduled for the 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited about the event um, and PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is the time to celebrate, and uh, now we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. I thought that was really nice too, and we posted yeah. that on our Facebook page the other day. I think it's cool. As excited as I was for this conference, uh, I get it. You know, it's not the time to start trying to sell people, and mm-hmm. uh, and these are difficult and difficult times with that, and plus COVID nineteen. So I get it. I get it, and I'm hoping when they do finally do something, it's just going to be mind blowing. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I, I personally appreciate what they did and going around saying that. I think that's just awesome. To be, I think it's great that a company that big can put pump the brakes and stop that stuff, and then say, "Look, we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll reschedule it." I think that's really cool. That they would do that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Alex, how do you feel about all of that? <clears throat> um, yeah, I think it totally makes sense. Uh, Especially what, yeah, what Sony's doing um, right now. It really, uh, just a lot of things are happening right now. It's really hard to um, focus on other things. So it's a good thing that all these companies are saying, listen, we're not important right now. There are bigger issues. Focus on that. And I think that's like, a great thing um that all of these companies are doing mm-hmm. i i can't really recall and you know if you guys can think of an instance um please chime in but i i can't recall a time in my life where uh news outlets have really stopped and just a lot, like gaming news outlets i should say you know which you know for what it's mm-hmm. worth haven't been around forever but still um have just stopped their like full day of writing and reporting to just just make a a blanket statement like that um even on uh other you know huge events that have happened like you know just with like covid and everything like yeah ign never like pumped the brakes that that far and just stopped reporting for an entire day so um yeah that's pretty crazy um um yeah oh were you about to say something ben yeah i think i think it kind of shows you like i like these companies more now that they've done what they did, you know, and it's not just them, like uh, Microsoft, Nintendo. Uh, I saw one for uh, Rockstar. I posted something. All these companies have said something and just kind of stopped what they're doing. And, uh, you know, even IGN, there was a one day where there was really nothing they posted. So 
uh, I think for me, it kind of puts a little more faith in like humanity where it's not like, let's all just try and get as much money and, and things and for these big companies to stop what they're doing. is just really awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the grand scheme of things. Agreed. Agreed. Um, well, uh, on that note, we are going to stop things there for a second and, uh, take a little break, but we will be right back. Welcome back from our break there. Um, Let's go ahead and continue on with some news, guys. Um, Number three here on the news roundup, we have... uh, This is a write-up, actually, from IGN. So this is uh, Wesley LeBlanc. Um, To everyone, uh, to everyone's surprise, sorry, uh, and with no official announcement from EA, many of the company's PC catalog is now available for purchase on Steam. Um, This is including Dragon Age 2, Crisis 3, Unraveled, um, Mirror's Edge Catalysts, both Mirror's Edge actually, Need for Speed Heat, and um, a bunch of other games. In addition, these games are also available at a steep discount. Uh, side note, I was just on Steam poking around to check these games out earlier. You can get the first uh, Mirror's Edge right now for $2. So uh, if that's... Wow. Yeah, 2 bucks. So yeah, I just bought that on Steam because why not? Um, but yeah, going back into his quote here. So games like Dragon Age Inquisition and Mirror's Edge Catalyst have um, uh, previously only been on EA Origin Access. Um, and that service, they are 50% off right now on Steam, while others like Need for Speed Heat have a steeper 60% cut. Many EA titles uh, that have always been on Steam due to launching before EA began, um, they are also discounted at a steep rate, including Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition, both at 75% off. And uh, yeah, the original Mirror's Edge there, like I mentioned, for 90%. So yeah, um, that's awesome. So I don't know if you guys heard any games you like, but go buy them because they're cheap. I like Need for Speed Pro Street. They need to bring that back. Pro Street? Yeah, I don't know if that one was on there. I can't recall. Uh, It was nice because it was like it was racing and you could tune your car up. But they had this drag feature where you're drag racing and you had to like shift at the right time and uh, use your NOS at the right time, and it was really, really cool. Um, it's old. I mean, I think it was PlayStation 3, maybe, maybe 2. Uh, yeah, Pro Street. Yeah. yeah, I think that was last gen. Yeah, it was It was a... I, would, I love that game. I wish they would redo Need for Speed, because they really need to. Yeah. See, now, Spencer, I'm going to go spend money, because now I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Uh, does this come uh, to a surprise? Um to like either one of you guys do you find this a surprise that ea just suddenly did this i mean there was really no announcement or anything and you know ea being the oh crazy greedy company they are i did a bunch of quotes there um for the people listening sorry yeah um trying to talk to the camera more you know but um yeah so i don't know does this surprise either one of you guys though uh i mean like sales always happen so i'm not really surprised by that uh, the surprising yeah. thing is coming out of nowhere and exclusive things are just all of a sudden not exclusive. So I'm curious mm-hmm. how people feel about that. I don't, like they're quote unquote, like loyal fans. <laughs> I'm curious how they feel about just all of a sudden like, whoa, this game, I just, I just bought it on this because I, it was only on this and now it's already 50 percent off yeah like, i just subscribed to ea origin service yeah. and now now this is on steam and i just got you know i, I wanted it for crisis 3 yeah i don't know if 
like a single uh well yeah i personally don't know of a single ea diehard fan like that so uh, right. just just imagining that person being out there is kind of hysterical to me honestly but yeah i'm sure they exist so um maybe they're uh maybe they're trying to get a, a good stream of revenue because uh, i don't know if you guys knew this uh, i thought i read this i could don't quote me but uh <clears throat> ea lost the madden uh they've lost to be chance to do madden uh so next year it's going to be 2k that does it really i think i thought i, I heard that they got got the license renewed we should look uh, into that though while yeah, we're talking we about it um, i know there was a big deal about it because if they lose that madden franchise to somebody else yeah oof. that would that would be nuts um mm-hmm. yeah i i think this says a lot about ea origins as a service though um and it's probably just you know, it's been on the market, I think, for five or six years now. And I think it's just probably not doing what they wanted it to do. So, um, And plus, these games are old. You know, it's just like, it might as well, you know, more, um, you know, like Ben said, more sales aren't going to hurt anything, having them on another platform, um, you know, and giving uh, Steam, what is it, 30 or 40% of the cut, whatever it is. So, <laughs> you know, it's like big loss on you know seven to ten twenty dollar games whatever yeah um, did did either one of you get a chance to look that madden up no i'm trying uh, i'm not seeing anything i mean i see that there's a madden coming out in august hmm. but i would have never guessed well that's fine uh if one of you find it let me know on to number four uh, of the news roundup. So this is actually another IGN write-up uh, from Adam Bankhurst this time. Games Done Quick uh, has announced that its physical summer games done quick, uh, S, uh, SGDQ, geez, that's, it, it's much easier to say when you're not reading it all before. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020, though, the event's been canceled due to coronavirus, uh, the whole pandemic. But an online event will take place to allow its runners to, quote-unquote, uh, quote, end quote, participate from the safety of their homes unquote in a quote uh summer games done quick 2020 online will run from august 16th to the 23rd in support of the doctor without borders 100 percent of the donations go directly to doctors without borders and games done quick has raised over 26 million dollars for charities since 2010 which is freaking wow. incredible so yeah hey, props to you guys i mean that's awesome Yep, I love watching these events too. Like I have, I kid you not, um, my fiance must get sick of it. And actually, sometimes she requests it. And honestly, so I know she's not getting too sick of it. But I turn these videos on YouTube all the time, just just for entertainment anymore. So it's just like I'm trying to uh, tossing up between Netflix or Hulu and YouTube and Twitch. And yeah, sometimes I'll just go onto YouTube and watch a bunch of these speedrun videos, and they are like so yep. entertaining. So they um, really are. Just to see how they can just break a game and use it to their advantage like or even if they don't break a game there's like uh they just find easier ways to get to somewhere and i utilize that for my own playthroughs it's really cool and interesting yeah indeed um so yeah if you guys are fans or you know interested in getting into speed runs or just checking them out in general go ahead and um you know look into those events and uh, go subscribe to their like youtube channel and all that stuff Uh, They've got some just really cool content. Uh, The last story, though, for you today, this is another write-up, actually, from someone else. So we're just talking about the news today, other people's news. This is from Polygon, though. Uh, Charlie Hall wrote this. 
Um, so a remastered version of the first and only role-playing game by 38 Studios, Kingdoms of Amalur, uh, The Reckoning, is coming to consoles and PC this summer. Um, uh, it was listed in a remastered, dubbed the uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, -re and it appeared on Wednesday uh, on the Microsoft Store. So the leak was later confirmed on Twitter, and uh, in that post, they added that the game's downloadable content would be remastered as well. So, um, did you guys ever get a chance to play Kingdoms of Amalur? Nope. Um, I just know mm. that Grant Kirkhope uh, does the music. And who oh, is that? Um, Banjo-Kazooie guy. Oh, okay. And I think you referenced him last week. Uh, or Probably. for our last episode, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Probably, yeah. Hmm. Um... I did play a little bit of it on PlayStation 3. Uh, <clears throat> it was a PlayStation Plus game at one point. So uh, I'm not, I don't remember it, but looking at it a couple minutes ago, I mean, it looks pretty cool. I think it'd be cool to have something out there different. You know, um, uh, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, Alex and I, uh, did you know Todd McFarlane did some of the designs for it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... I did not know that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. Um, they had a lot of really great minds working on that. Um, further along, actually, in Charlie's write-up here. Um, so it, just a, a little bit more about the game. So it was released in 2012, and it is more than... Yeah, it's... Okay, well, that's just fluff, sorry. But yeah, the author here, R.A. Salvatore. So check. Awesome. Um, and for those are... Uh, of you who are unfamiliar with him he's done the legend of drizzit series the dungeons and dragons um tie-ins so um drizzit the main character in those has made you know appearances in other video games like Baldur's gate and stuff which is awesome uh they had the spawn creator as ben mentioned todd mcfarlane um and elder scrolls 4 oblivion lead designer ken rolston so he worked on that as well. Um, so just a ton of support, man. And there's a really weird story behind uh, the game as well. So 38 Studios here was founded by Kurt Schilling, which um, Ben and I were actually talking about earlier. And he's a former pitcher for the Boston Red Sox um, and a few other MLB teams. But in 2006, I guess he was traded around a few times. Um, but yeah, they, they set up shop in Massachusetts and then um, I guess they had like some weird financial incentives uh, from the state, and I guess they ended up filing for bankruptcy or something along the lines. So just a crazy story there if you ever want to check it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Alex, I, I really felt like I thought you had played that game, and I don't know why. No, I mean, I've looked at it quite a few times, but the only thing I really know is just that Grant Kirkhope did the music. That's it. <laughs> the combat was like... I want to say pre-Dark Souls almost, but mm -hmm. I mean, you you did attack with the face buttons in this game, if I if okay. I remember correctly. Um, so not in that sense, but like there was a dodge button that felt so good in that game, and it was it was just a really pivotal that. part to the combat. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was very action-oriented game too. Um, but yeah, it had a lot of like elements from you know Oblivion too, and you could definitely see it with this like Ken Rolston or whatever that lead designer like there were stealth elements and a whole stealth skill tree and stuff like that but um yeah i don't know the artwork and the story is what really like stood out to me back in the day so mm -hmm. i don't know i'm actually pretty excited for this remake but um yep that is it for the news guys um hey, really quick though yeah yeah 
So I looked that up about Madden. Oh, yeah. So NFL did sign an exclusive deal with Madden um, and EA to do Madden through 2026. Okay. But this is March 10th, so it's been a little while. Uh, but the from what I'm reading is, is 2K also did a multi-year um, uh, partnership with them. So 2K back in the day used to do NFL 2K. Back in the day, it was on Dreamcast, it was on several other things. Um, you know, I don't know how this one just came up from USA Today, so I don't know how true it is. Wait, wait. So, what's the USA Today one say? So, USA Today says uh, Madden will not be the only NFL game around the 2021. Uh, let me bring it up here. Um, so, NFL 2K is coming out in 2021. Um, there's no date or anything like that. It says on Tuesday, 2K announced a multi year partnership. Uh, encompassed with the multiple future of video games with the NFL. Hmm. Okay, cool. So, I mean, and this is coming from, uh, and they even posted a thing that EA posted about that. Um, I, like I said, this is USA Today. It's from March. Things can have changed since March. Uh, I will say that I hope it's true, and then someone else is making a football game because yeah. – I feel like the Madden games, I used to play Madden back in the day. I feel like they just got worse and worse, and now you have to buy cards, and <laughs> that's how you get your players. So you can play on a team. You can have the Saints, right? And then you have Walter Payton as your running back, who has passed away years ago. Um, I knew or, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have all these superstars on one team. So if you're playing online, right, and you're playing with a stacked deck, it's not fun. Um, my son plays it all the time. He's like, yeah. I said, who do you have on your team right now? And he goes, well, my quarterback is um, my quarterback is Peyton Manning. My running back is Walter Peyton, and Walter Peyton never gets touched. Um, he has Randy Moss. <laughs> He's got all these guys on the, his uh, team for the Saints. Um, it just gets ridiculous. At that point, why don't you just play NFL Blitz? Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. Bring back NFL Blitz. I love that game. That, I, yes, we can all agree on that. <laughs> I love that game, especially when you would like power bomb somebody. Oh man, that was awesome. Or Slugfest, MLB Slugfest. Yeah, I I, I played that actually. Yeah. I hope it's true because we need more competition when it comes to other sports games besides Madden because they don't change anything. It's a new game. They're like, hey, we updated the roster, um, and now you can use the option button. Here's this is sixty dollars. And you're going to have a bunch of stuff you have to buy afterwards. Hmm. They're coins, as they call it. It's dumb as hell. Yeah, in-game currencies just ruined video games uh, in so many ways, in my opinion. Yep. But, you know, I think we should save that for a topic for party chat one of these days, probably. So, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and close out the show and talk about some of these notable releases that came out this week. Uh, we have... On the Switch, geez, the Switch got some goodies this week. Um, just in terms of notable releases, they had like 30 games launch, but uh, The Outer Worlds, 
Borderlands collection, the legendary collection is what they're calling it. It's got all of the Borderlands games, so uh, this is the best collection for any Borderlands that's ever come out, uh, except for, you know, it doesn't have Borderlands 3, I should say, but it's still the biggest compilation of Borderlands games put together in one, which is cool. Um, and the Bioshock collection, uh, as I noted earlier, XCOM 2 collection, and the Xenoblade Definitive Edition all came out on Switch this week, which is... Um, Jeez, what a banging week for the Switch, guys. Like, I know. Uh, Did Clubhouse games come out this week? I'm not too sure, honestly. Because that looks amazing. Clubhouse games. Which one is that? I'm not it's sure. It's for a Switch. It's just a bunch of different like board games and stuff on the Switch. Um, cool. And there's, like, bas- there's bowling. There's darts. Um, there's shogi. There's Hanafuda, like the cards that Nintendo used to make. Yeah. Chess, everything. It's online, too. I saw that. That looks really cool. Nice. Yeah um yeah yeah it needed something like that honestly dude Mm -hmm. tabletop simulator is like a huge thing on steam so um yeah and then on other platforms here nothing really great came out on ps4 xbox one this week i don't know i might be lying about that but i didn't see anything great that i was like oh this is a standout uh but on the pc side of things so other than all of those ea games which i'm not going to mention because there were a ton of them uh command and conquer got a remaster though so it's the original command and conquer which is this this is the one if you guys have been listening to us for a long time that i've talked about a couple of times on a few episodes um so man um it's not a huge like visual upgrade or anything like that but uh it is a very accessible way to play these older games now which would probably be damn near impossible to play i don't even have like a disc drive in my pc so um yeah if i ever did get my hands on it somehow so it's got that and red alert all for 1999 which is i think a very fair price for both of those games it's over like you know, a hundred or something missions all put together in one, you know. Um, I'm sure eventually it'll go on sale as well if you just want to wait for that. But, uh, yeah, did you guys want to, um, you know, add anything in before we get out of here? Um, I heard that uh, Shantae came out like a week or so ago. Yes. I'm that looking was, forward to getting yeah. that. I forgot about that. That's, that's a notable release as well on the Switch. I think that came mm-hmm. out the same day as Bioshock. Sorry, it must have been buried within all that 2K mess. My bad. It was like the 30th or something. Okay. So. Well, there you go, guys. Shantae, half-genie hero. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's not half-genie hero. Sure. Uh, Sirens? Seven Sirens or something? But is she not always a half-genie hero, Alex? I mean, I get it. Or... Um, Pirate's Curse, she wasn't really a half-genie hero because she didn't really have any abilities. She was just like kind of like a normal person. But anyway, that's a different topic. Somebody <laughs> knows the lore about half-genie hero, and it's Alex, so there you Pirate go. Pirate's Curse is amazing. Tweet at, tweet at Alex if you want to know the lore for the Shantae games. Um, and oh, wow. follow us on Twitter, by the way, speaking of, and Facebook. Uh, do all that fun stuff. Give us likes and shares and tell your friends uh, and all that good stuff. So, um... Most importantly, though, remember, get at it. Get at it. Get at it.